Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hello, all you crazy cold parents out there. I have, oh my goodness, such a treat for you today. I have my dear friend. We have we have journeyed together through our church, Valley Creek. I kind of feel like we've grown up together from afar, mm-hmm. wouldn't you yeah. say? Yeah, yeah. I think that's <laughs> and right. it's been just so fun. And she, her name is Sarah, Sarah Chapel to be exact. <laughs> and she has written a book, and it is called The Journey to A Journey to a Joy, not the A Journey to Joy. And I have had the privilege of she sent me some different little sections of it just so I could get a preview of it um I think because I endorsed it is yes. that why you let yeah, me do yeah, that? yeah yes is, is that why I got yes, to preview you did. it it was wonderful it was perfect too thank you <laughs> oh my goodness ladies I I stayed up and read every single word that she sent me and bawled through most of it literally I mean I just think I'm gonna ball just thinking about it right now I can't stand it and so I'm so excited to share what she has to say with you today to share her journey and then just some the behind the scenes of all this stuff Yay. and so let's get talking okay yes. so all right sarah what is a journey to joy what in the world so journey to joy is essentially two things it's my experience my journey with the lord to rediscovering joy that i had had once in my life but had lost it along the way and then was able to rediscover it mm-hmm. through him and wow. with him and so it's it's very much that, but it's not just that because who wants to read that book? It's it's, <laughs> it's just as much for the reader, for them to experience their own journey, to guide them through that same process because it's not just, it wasn't just a me thing. I think that this is, because it's based on scripture and so that's true for all of us. Right. That there's a journey that God can take us all on to discover him in that way discover his joy and so it's a it's my journey to joy but it's it's the reader's journey to joy i love it so what you're saying is that you're sharing with us which you did you have intimately your journey i mean in the different realizations revelations that you mm-hmm. were given along the way so it's a personal journey mm-hmm. but then you also throughout the whole thing challenge us to have our own journey yes because we all are i mean moms wouldn't you agree dads wouldn't you agree that we all are on our own journey we're all traveling through time you know pursuing the lord pursuing relationships pursuing each other and why not base it around joy? Yep. Okay, so Sarah has a quote in her book that says, "Is it, I hope it's still in there. Is it still in there? Mm-hmm. It yes. says, I'm not the guide. I'm just a fellow traveler doing my best to follow the one who is our guide. And then she, she goes on, just listen, she loves you. She already loves you. She doesn't even know you yet. I love you too. She loved, I'd love for you to join me. It's a journey with Jesus, a journey to joy. And so I just want to encourage you moms And dads out there, I know that sometimes with small children, it's Mm -hmm. hard to have joy. You know, when you're cleaning up after them all day long and you're having to get them or trying to coerce them to obey or forcing them to obey, it does feel like a joyous time, Mm -hmm. a joyless time. Mm And so I just want to ask, so Sarah, how did, how did this all begin? How did this journey, you're sharing with us your journey to yeah. joy. So it really began, the whole thing started as a, a conversation with God in my kitchen. So I was 
36 when I got married for the first time. I'd waited patiently, sometimes not so patiently, <laughs> and then um, met Paul, who you guys know, man of my dreams. Uh, when I was 35, we got married when I was 36, became an amazing family, uh, three amazing stepkids, and so life was good. Like I, w- I was happy. Yeah. And this particular day, though, we were uh, going on a vacation that summer. And as I was in my kitchen, just doing the regular things, I I was thinking about this vacation. My mind was already there. And as I imagined it, I was imagining myself on vacation. But I was different than I was like standing in my kitchen. I was lighter and I I felt different. I just had this this freedom and this joy. Mm -hmm. And I could imagine like I could it's like I could taste it. I could feel it. I knew what it felt like. And I just knew when the vacation, when when that vacation gets here, that's how I'm going to feel. I'm going to be her. I'm going to feel like her. I'm going to be that happy. I'm just going to have fun and be carefree. And it's going to be a great vacation. And not heavy laden and burden like you were in the kitchen. Exactly. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, it, it was just like the Lord was with me. And I had these two these two revelations the first was that i had done this before that this was actually a game that i had kind of played with myself multiple times of imagining this future experience this future version of me that i was going to feel a certain way at this future time and the second realization was even harder to to let it sink in was it it had never actually happened that way. Every time I ever got to the vacation or got to the end of a difficult season, I wasn't ever her. I never became this joy-filled version of myself that I could feel and imagine, but I, I couldn't get us actually together in the same place at the same time. Wow. And so it was it was hard to take that in, but at the very same time in the way that only God can, his just that whisper of, mm-hmm. yeah, We've done this before. It doesn't work. You're supposed to be this this joy-filled person. You used to actually be her. That's why you know what it feels like because oh, you wow. were her. Wow. But stuff happened. Life happened. And you lost some things along the way that you weren't supposed to lose. Mm. But if you'll let me, wow. I'll take you on a journey. We'll get it all back. And so that was that was the day the journey started. And so did the journey from that day, did it be, was it like, okay, let's write a book about this journey? <laughs> no, or gosh, what? no. I would have been like, no, no thanks. I'll just, I'll stay right where I am. Thank Which you. Which is a great point. Isn't God such a gentleman? He, you yes. know, he's so sweet to us to, yeah. to give us the insight, give us the revelations, even if we're not loving them, yep. even if they're like hard to swallow, but he's not like, okay, this is the journey we're going to go on and you're going to write a book about yeah. it and you're no. going to love it. No. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He knows me. He knows me too well to do that. we just started journeying there were just there were areas and places he started revealing to me where I I needed a lot of healing Mm -hmm. Uh, looking back at the reasons why I had lost the joy of just some of the things from you know childhood and growing up and just Mm. life and so we started with healing of just healing in those areas that he was showing me that these were some of the places I was stuck and it was keeping me from joy. Oh, that's good. And so I think that sometimes joy is a really heavy concept. It doesn't seem like it would be heavy, but I think that sometimes we get joy um, confused with happy. Oh, for and sure. we think those two are. So what exactly is joy? In your book, you define it with examples and scripture. So just yeah. share some of that. So the way that I'm wired, that was my response when he finally did say, hey, you know, this is going to be a book. And I started to kind of 
surrendered to that idea I was like okay deep dive word study like I'm a word nerd I love all the history the etymology of all the words like that I, I love it I get so excited and so I was deep study and so but what I found was just this amazing picture so in the Old Testament we see joy we see it expressed you know we see David we see these people who are rejoicing in the Lord mm-hmm, and then we're told mm-hmm. many times to to rejoice you know to express joy um, to the Lord all throughout the Old Testament and then we get a bit of a clue um, when we're told that in in the in the in the in his presence is fullness of joy and we see that gratitude is has a piece of it yes um, and thanksgiving good. has a piece of it so we, we start to kind of get the picture of it but then jesus so when we transition to the new testament we see right away at jesus's birth the angels come and they tell us that we have great news that is going to be great joy for all the people yeah and it's yeah. jesus and it's yeah. baby jesus yeah. it's not even like growing up jesus who's healing people and turning water into wine and all the miracles it's not that jesus it's just baby jesus it's just his presence he's here and so we have fullness of joy and so in the new testament we see this this additional layer to joy that comes with these two words that i love called calm delight Mm, and so we know we see in the old testament this um this very like exuberant joy of you know dancing before the lord with all of our might but when the Holy Spirit comes and comes with the fruit of the Spirit, comes with joy, we get this other layer, which is one of the reasons why I think joy is available to us every single day, mm-hmm. because there's this calm delight. There's this almost peaceful joy that is with us always, even when we're not um, expressing it in very demonstrative ways. We still have his joy. We still have his presence with us always. And so at the end of the day, the simplest answer is joy is a characteristic of God. Oh, it's a good. characteristic of the Holy Spirit. And when Jesus came and then when he gave us the Holy Spirit, it meant that joy was here to stay. And it's with us always. Oh, my gosh. Parents, do you hear that? She's a joy expert. <laughs> I mean, she has journeyed joy. She has tapped into joy. She has realized it and figured it out. And she's inviting you to journey with her. Come on. That's incredible. Okay, so there is um, a question in your book Mm. that she wrote that haunted, that literally haunted me. And when I read it, I had to sit there and think for a while. And the question is, do you want to get well? Mm -hmm. And parents, I ask you that too. Do you want to get well? Do you want to invite joy? And do Mm -hmm. you want to journey toward joy? And I had to wrestle that because there was a part of me that realized I, I don't that I want to stay in a negative place, or I think I want to stay mm-hmm. in it, or I'm believing the lie that I want to stay in a negative place. And so tell us a little bit about what you wrote in the book about getting well. I'm so glad that you said that the way that you did, because uh, so the question comes from the story of Jesus approaching the, mm-hmm, the man mm-hmm, who had been mm-hmm. lame for almost 40 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what he chose to ask that man. You would think it doesn't even, the question doesn't need to be asked. He, exactly. He's, yes, he's, he's been, been laying there for yeah, 40 years. Of course, like, of course Yes. <laughs> but he does. And of course, we know that everything that Jesus does is completely intentional and on purpose. And so there, there has to be a reason. And I think it's because of everything that you just said, like, he also tells us later in scripture to count the cost mm. before we embark on something that we count the cost. And so I think answering that question, really stopping and answering that question is counting the cost of, you know, do we want to get well 
are we willing to lay down everything that he's asking us to lay down in this process? Are we willing to give up the negativity, the complaining, the grumbling? You know, are we willing to to really take a look and see, am I addicted to this negative thinking? That's am good. I addicted yes. to just yes. life being how yes. it's always been and letting not letting him come in and show me how it can be different? And so there's a part in the book, you know, at the end of each section of these of questions for reflection. And that is the very first question of, okay, do you want to get well? And not just yes, but really think about what could he possibly be asking you because the truth is one of the areas where I needed a lot of healing was an area where he asked me repeatedly for years do you want to get well Mm -hmm. and I wasn't ready Mm -hmm. and I I would Mm -hmm. tell him like no Mm -hmm. and what's so amazing about God is like you said he's such a gentle you know his response was always like okay Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm I'm here. I'm, I'm ready. When I'm you here. Are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're ready. And at one point I was I was ready. So it's important to acknowledge that it's a very deep question yes. and to acknowledge where you are. And it may be that you don't know if you're fully ready, but you can still take a step. Mm-hmm. You can get more ready as you go. And it, that I believe, Lord, but help my unbelief. You know, yes. I want to get well, God, but I don't know if I really want to get well, but I'm, let's move forward on the journey anyway. Yes. Just acknowledging it. Yeah. Just bringing the question to the surface, I think is powerful. Yeah. Okay. So in the book, oh my goodness, one of my very favorite things is you, it's super practicals, uh, super practical things that you do on how do you increase your joy? And then, so what are some joy killers? And so what do you call the things that you increase your joy with? And just rattle off a couple of them. Yeah. For us. So joy cultivators. This, cultivators. <laughs> um, love it. cultivate, you know, that's, you're tending the garden, you're being intentional. It's, you're so, working at it. It's growing. Exactly, it's, exactly. You're not creating it. You're yep. working with it. Yes. Oh, I love it. And I love the practical because like, if you can't, can't just start doing something then like what I don't, I don't like information for just information like who needs that we need we've got more than enough of exactly that. if we don't so, act on it it's yeah exactly dead. yeah so there I mean there there are things that we all know it's it's being in his presence you know in the presence of God through worship through um, you know reading of his word through prayer through scripture nature nature mm-hmm. is a huge one like we do we do not give enough credit to being in the presence of the creator in his creation and without a phone like we don't need to right. take a picture and throw it like <laughs> take the picture and then take I'm your phone inside and, right and then go back outside without your phone of just just being in his presence in his creation um, when we serve others that moment that we stop thinking about ourselves and put all of our focus onto somebody else all of those things cultivate joy yeah, I think that, you know, parents, as you as you get the book and as you read that, there might not be anything that's like, oh, I didn't ever think about that. But all of it will be like, oh, yeah, you're right. I, if I put that into action, if I put that into place, then my joy will be cultivated mm-hmm. and will grow. And so it's all like, mm. I just remember reading it being so convicted. Oh, I need to do that more. I need to get I need to go take a deep breath outside mm-hmm. and just, yes, so good. Yep. Um so just share with us a couple joy killers. Yeah. So, and the great thing is these these things can't coexist. So if I oh, have gratitude, 
my gratitude and complaining, those things can't co- coexist. I can't express both of those at the same time. Oh, that's good. And so gratitude, um, grumbling, um, gratitude is what's going to cultivate it. Then the grumbling and complaining, for sure, that there's going to snatch it right away. And then the other big one is comparison. Mm. And so this was one that I... <laughs> God led me to have a lot of personal experience in the area of learning how much comparison steals our joy. And it's, mm. I quote it in the book and it, I say in the book that it's, it's my favorite um, non-biblical quote, but it's, so Theodore Roosevelt is who actually said it, that comparison is the thief of joy. Oh, wow. And I'm like, my goodness, that really isn't in the Bible? Like, it's not. <laughs> Somewhere it's based. Right. Um, it kind of is, if you think about yes. John 10, 10, that the yes. thief comes to, to steal, steal, kill, and, and destroy. destroy. Yeah. And comparison is absolutely one of the ways that he does mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. And he steals our identity. You know, he kills our joy. Just all of that comes. Because when you think about comparing two things, the whole goal is that somebody's going to come out less than. Oh, yeah. So if I'm comparing, like, you know, your house and my house, mm-hmm. your kids and my kids, man, I, the whole point is I'm trying to to have somebody come out on top. And that's, right. man, that's so not of the Lord. And the day and age that we live in with social media, it, it takes great intentionality to recognize and remove the things that are causing us to compare our houses and our spouses and even my face now versus my face 10 years ago exactly yes. <laughs> we just we yes. just don't go there there's nothing good that comes from that oh that's good that's that yeah that is so good and so yeah and so parents just pay attention to that throughout your day and if you are complaining or comparing or whining or even when you have your children complaining and when they whine it kills it kills my joy it kills mm-hmm. the spirit of the you house feel the it. environment you, yeah, can, you feel can feel it. it and so just put this these two concepts a cultivator or a killer into your home and call it what it is oh no let's cultivate joy let's be grateful tell me something you're happy about kids you know i'll exactly. tell you something i'm or something i'm grateful for yes and then the same thing with the kill oh we're killing joy we don't want to kill joy we right. love joy exactly yeah. and you can do it subtly that i had noticed a pattern with our youngest of picking her up from school a couple of years ago and it seemed like the first thing that she would say was something like, you know, she's that all or nothing. Like, oh, we didn't learn anything today. Like, <laughs> right, and so right. I started of just subtly just asking a specific question. Tell me one great thing about today. You know, right. you can tell me all the rest. I wouldn't completely shut her down because mm-hmm. I wanted her communicating. To vent it, yes. But let's start. Tell me something good. What was your you know favorite part of the day? And so sometimes it's subtle of just creating and just going first of in that conversations with my husband in front of the kids of finding the gratitude and and recognizing and sometimes it's those signals across the kitchen of like oh we've drifted into the bad place so how can we how can we pull it back let's pull it back to a place of joy oh that's good that's good okay so give us some behind the scenes of writing the book give us just tell us something that nobody else knows but us Oh man! So okay, other well, people can know it too. Okay. So the gosh, so the biggest like recent surprise I would say is just how much refining and and things that we're mm. doing like right here at the very end, like the eleventh hour. So and the book's not even it's not out yet. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's I mean we're right there. Um, but of just God's timing of, mm-hmm. you know, he's fine dropping these, you know, truth bombs and all these <laughs> things that you just want to go back and kind of refine this. And and so that's probably been just the biggest surprise. It's been a long 
a long journey and I, I talk about it in the book of of why the process took as as long as it did and, mm-hmm. and just of my personality and just my reluctance to agree to write the book when God said that's what we were going to do and so it, it's been a long process and it's the closer we get to the finish line the more fun I'm having for sure yeah. but I'm definitely surprised it just how much we're we're doing and, and adding and just all the fun things that are happening right here at you know just this this very end part I remember when we wrote our crazy cool family book we um we flipped it like it was there was chapters one through I can't remember how many chapters there are and we flipped I mean I just remember us rearranging it like you said at that last mm-hmm. hour and we're like are we insane this is so stupid that we're this is we're creating all this work and it's like but it makes more sense and it flows better yeah. and it's almost like the little pieces of even writing a book they just start lining up anyway it's just yes. like it's part it's the journey it's it is part of the process it is okay along with the book though you are also writing a journal so tell us yes. about that which uh, i love it because once again mamas it's a practical for us mm-hmm. instead of just taking in information and you've got practicals all throughout the book but tell us about the journal so the journal it's just yeah the journey to joy companion journal and it is I love journals. So a lot of this is my personality, what I like, what I love. And I love notebooks. I love journals. I'm a journaler. That's how I wrote most of the book was because I journaled. And so it's it's taking everything in the book and then, okay, how do I walk this out 365? How mm-hmm. do I actually? Mm-hmm. And so the way that it's laid out, it's a 90-day journal and mm. it's divided up. So it's it's each day. And so there's guided things daily, weekly, and monthly. And so every day it's giving us the opportunity to set that intention Mm -hmm. of, God, I want to have gratitude. And I'm choosing right now to decide today I'm going to have gratitude. And then we pause and there's a, a time for worship of really building in that that time of that reflection there's um, a scripture that starts out very guided of having scriptures some questions and some promptings and then it's designed to kind of release you then to be able to to fill in more of your own as you go and then every week there's a reflection of kind of okay what stood out to you the most this week where did God Mm -hmm. surprise you with joy where did you see him in in a cool way this week do something awesome and then monthly so we introduce something in the book that's uh, kind of like a mini joy journey. Mm-hmm. And so it's these ideas of, you know, we get into our routines, we get into everyday life. And so sometimes we don't see things that might be right there in front of us. So with these mini joy journeys, it's an invitation to to pause and get outside the box, do mm-hmm. something out of the ordinary, go go on a hike, go mm-hmm. have a picnic, go to mm-hmm. a record store, go to mm-hmm. a half price bookstore, go to a museum, mm-hmm. uh, but be intentional with like it's kind of like just an afternoon with the Lord of mm-hmm. of going and looking for him, looking for joy just in the people that you're going to interact with or in what you're going to experience. And then a time to reflect on that and to think like, okay, how is this experience today? Can I build more of this type of thing into my life? Like I really enjoyed that nature walk. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. I should be doing that once a week or just more often. And so it's just being super intentional with the idea of 
what we look for, we're going to find. You know, when we look That's for good. Jesus, we find him. When we're looking for joy, we're going to find it. Mm-hmm. And then we can build that into our lives. And so it just gives handles to that and just helps build in that habit and that practice. I love that. And so I just want to to talk to you moms right now. If the enemy is telling you, I would love to do that, but I can't. I don't have time for that. Life's too crazy. I just want to give you permission right now that you actually don't have time not to be intentional about seeking joy and seeking the Lord. And so I just want to give you permission to get the journal and spend as much time as you can. Include your kids on it. They can go on the journey walk. Let them walk through this through what you're learning about your journey, journey of joy, let them learn it with you. Do it with them. Here's the deal, mom, is if you if we don't take care of ourselves, then we're not taking care of our kids. If we're not learning about the Lord and, and our journeying with Jesus and about joy, then we're not showing Mm-hmm. Jesus and joy to our kids. Mm-hmm. And so splurge, <laughs> invest in this, get mm-hmm. this for yourself so that you can become fully equipped. You too can be an expert like Sarah <laughs> when it comes to joy and that you can then what that you will be filled up with. It will overflow into your children and it'll change the dynamics of your whole home. Yep. And so, yes, do not let the enemy tell you, you don't have time for it. Yeah. Don't be intimidated by it. Cause it's, it's a treat, right? It's, it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a piece of chocolate. I I mean, I'm serious. Girls, come on. Yes. It's a, it's sipping a cup of tea. It's like this. It's a new new shoes. You know, it's, it is. It's, yeah, it's a treat to yourself. Yep. And it's designed to if you've got 10 minutes, then you've got 10 minutes. Yes. If you've got 30 minutes. So it's not it, it's not there's not a massive expectation with it. So don't let it intimidate you. If so, whatever time you have, you know, hopefully we're finding five or 10 minutes every morning, every day to have that pause. To hang out with the Lord. And yeah. if that's what you have, then then it, it will walk you through that just in a little more structured way. But if you've got more time to sit and just linger, then you do that as well. So yeah, n- no intimidation. Yes, yes. Okay, so is it in the is it in the book or is it in the jur- journal that, that there's a joy scale? So it'll be, in both okay and yes. so tell us about the joy scale so Super practical. I, I love it i love the joy scale is so fun because it's so i mean in so many ways it's very kindergarten but <laughs> but at the same time i had sometimes where you feel i'm the mo- our best exactly <laughs> most comfortable i had so many fun revelations when i started really thinking about things this way so the joy scale is it's just a scale of the things that we're doing in our lives of where does it rank on my joy scale is it like right in the middle where it's just kind of neutral it's fine is it totally filling me up my face hurts because I'm smiling so much because I have so much joy or is this just totally a drainer and I have no joy doing this and so the goal isn't that we're able to just do everything at a 10 that's just right. that's not real and life does that mean can we, do we not do the things exactly. like sweep the garage yes. out it doesn't bring us joy I'm never doing that yeah. no you're not saying that yeah no. no sorry honey no, i'm not doing laundry anymore it doesn't <laughs> exactly. it's not a 10 on my scale so you're gonna have to figure out something else no 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 all, all the moms are like wait a minute say wait what <laughs> sarah's not saying that um no but because we we're always gonna have those things that's just life but it's the awareness but of we, it just we, knowing that and if you've got if your day is full of ones of no joy then it makes complete sense that you don't have any joy yes. so you're going to need to go back to the joy cultivators and find something in there to put joy in there even yes. if it's something that you hate sweeping the dog hair out of the garage well where's some gratefulness in there yes. oh at least my dog doesn't bite people or at least you know yes. something and exactly. so oh because yeah. we don't have full con- but we do have some control we do have some control over 
the things that we do and don't do. And to your example, one of the things I noticed was I love the completion of like when I yes, finish the satisfaction. Laundry. Yes, and so realizing okay, in the moment maybe I'm not maybe I'm not at a ten when I'm doing this, but I I'm at a ten when I finish. Yes, and so that's even good. that kind of reframing it of like this is going to be high on my joy scale, and then some of the things you don't think about. So there was a TV show that we started watching years ago called The Mass Singer, and Paul and I watch it together, and it's like the silliest, craziest show. But I was writing this when it came out and when we started watching that. And I realized, man, I really look forward to this, uh -huh. that we do this together. Mm -hmm. And as as I was putting it on the scale and realizing and just maybe more aware of, the show's great. Like, the, it really is fun and funny. But the thing that was really filling me up was of how we do it together. Because mm. we're both expert singers. Mm. Neither one of us can sing. But when we watch a show, <laughs> we're expert judges. Like, we know tone and pitch. And we just we just know. And so we have, you know, we have conversations. And then the great, you know, that show is then figuring out who who is it. And so it's we're doing it together and we're having these conversations and then when it, we do the reveal and so it's just that interaction it's just it's a time for us where we're yes we're watching tv but we're interacting and so recognizing that's really what is hitting the 10 on the joy scale for me for that experience and so knowing that can help me to know what's not that I necessarily need another tv show for us to watch together but just something that gives us that interaction because we enjoy that I love that Ah, I love that. Okay, so we're going to wrap up here. I'm just okay. going to, is there anything else that we need to know about your journey that will help us on our journey to joy? I think, I think the biggest thing is just recognizing that, that because it's God, because it's Jesus, mm -hmm. this is for everyone. And so mm -hmm. when I first started on this whole journey and realizing this was going to be a book or something, I started just having conversations and I was blown away at immediately talking to to people who maybe had a similar experience I had when I was younger where this pivotal moment where I was expressing myself joy like in a certain way and a particular person just kind of really shut it down just mm, shamed wow. me and <sighs> it was you know just one of those it just stuck out and uh -huh. it part it's part of when I kind of shifted my personality and just starting to think about okay what are other people thinking about me and do people think I'm weird or too loud and that's when I started to kind of morph and lose my joy mm. so what was amazing was I started sharing that and I started hearing other stories mm. of oh my gosh yeah one time one of them was a lady was she was singing a worship song she was in her kitchen she was doing the dishes and she was worshiping and uh, her boyfriend at the time walked in and totally like made fun of her and shamed her and just oh, completely wow. shut her down and so hearing those stories and recognizing okay there's a group of people who had joy and experienced joy mm -hmm. that way at one point but like me they've kind of lost it along the way mm -hmm. and then knowing because in this journey as I went along and the joy started to grow then it was recognizing man but there's still more so for the people who are walking in joy and feel like they can express that of knowing God still has more, there's still things that he wants to pull out and, mm -hmm. and show us mm -hmm. and so that we can walk in that. And then you have people who feel like, man, you know, I've, I don't know that I've ever really known what that feels like mm -hmm. or really felt that real expression of joy. I don't think I've ever had that. 
that, man, God wants to show you for the very first time what that feels like, of how he can create that inside of you and how teach you how to experience that and express that. So I think the biggest thing is knowing wherever you are on your own journey to joy, that, that God wants to be a part of that. And he's got some things, he's got more. He wants to, to share and to teach us and to, to show us. Ah, yes. And my spirit goes, more joy, more joy. Yes. Okay, so tell us about it. Where do we where do we get the book? Where do we get the journal? How do we follow you? How do we where do you live? How do we grocery shop with you? You know, all the things. So good. Well, last couple of weeks you could just grocery shop for me. That's where I'm <laughs> Yes and like, Amen. Ooh, DoorDash. Thank you for existing. But so the book you can pre order. Okay. So right now we're in the pre order season through July third. 31st okay. on my website, which I is, pre-ordered it. It got stuck yes. in the cart for a while. I'm not sure what I did, but I figured it out and okay. I, I have it now. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so sarahchapel.com. So it's S-A-R-A. There's no H in my first name. Okay. Good. But then the last name, it's like Apple with a C-H. So okay. Sarah Chapel, S-A-R-A-C-H-A-P-P-L-E. Um, Sarah, Sarah Chapel, all one word, dot, dot com. com. Yeah. Okay. So sarahchapel.com. You can pre-order the book and the journal and everything there. And then the pre-orders will stop on July 31st and then August 18th. The book is going to release on Amazon and a few other local places. And so the shipping for all the pre-orders will take place in that window between when they stop and then when okay. it releases on August 18th. And and both the book and the journal will be, it's obviously both on the website. And then you've even got some other little goodies on the website too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And then and then follow us on social media. Like yeah, I've been so, following you and you, yeah, she's so much fun. You'll see how beautiful she is oh, and how she so just, sweet. you'll just see joy just radiate from her on her Instagram posts. <laughs> and then, yeah, then you even got some of the little graphics from the book. Mm-hmm. And so, yes. Yeah. So in all the social places, I'm Hey Sarah Chapel. So H A H E Y Sarah Chapel. So Instagram, um, Facebook page. And then every Thursday at six o'clock central between now and when the book comes out in August, I'm doing an Instagram live okay. to just talk a little bit about the book, answer questions, and then we're going to introduce do, your dog, introduce my dog. <laughs> yes. So London gets uh, quite a few shout outs in the book, actually. Um, he's mentioned in there quite a bit. And then because he, she, he's a 10 on the scale of joy. Oh, yes. yes. Most days. <laughs> my dog's more like a one. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. And then um, we're gonna do some fun giveaways, and we're just we're just having fun every every Thursday at six um, between it. now and when the book comes out in August. So. Okay, great. All right, anything else you want to tell our parents? Just that joy is available, like you said, no matter what the season it is. Some ex- some form of His joy is there for us every day because it's a part of Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so just being willing to believe that, just to take that, Lord, I help, I believe, but help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. So to take that first step, just to give Him the opportunity to, to bless you. 
Yes. Ah, I love that. All right. Well, thank you so much. It was a delight to visit with you and talk to you. And I anticipate us doing this again when the next book comes out or maybe when this book comes out six months from now, we'll see what happens. (laughs) All right, parents, I just am so grateful for you. And I just encourage you and pray that you find some joy this week, that you find it, that you cultivate it and that you um, pursue the Lord in a new way. So go be crazy, crazycoolfamily.com.